night I have this skylight in my room and we had the full moon, the blue moon. Yeah. I fell asleep and it was like right over my window, like right oh. shining. It was nice. It was That's very awesome. Nice. Did, yeah. did it That's sing awesome. to you? No, it didn't. So, hey, welcome to the day before the end of the world. Yeah, hopefully not. But, you know, mm, sure. you never know. I'm sure it's going to be fun no matter what. It's not going to be nice and even and clean. We'll you guys want to come over? We'll we'll make paella. I don't even. Is that have rice in it? It's like a, I think yes. so. It's yeah. another it's another Seinfeld reference. Mm. Mm. We're really bringing back the Seinfeld references. Yeah. Well, it's been a while. Yeah. But, but paella is a Spanish dish usually made with uh, seafood. And yes, it's a big, yeah. big thing. Okay. Oh, big rice pot. base. Yeah. A lot of clams and prawns. Yeah. That sounds delicious, mm-hmm. actually. It is It is good. Paella is good. And you drink it with some sangria. Really? Uh, I Which guess. Which is named after the, the spilled blood of your enemies. That's right. right. I, for some reason, I was going to say pirate blood. But it's not pirate blood. Well, why don't not? Drink pirate, well, don't drink pirate blood. If your enemies that are is, pirates. That is all scurvy and hepsy. That's mm. all is in there. And rum. Well, now you tell me. <laughs> Jaeger is made from deer blood. You know, I always really? heard no, that. I don't believe not. it. It's not. It's, that's, it's a thing they tell teenagers yeah. to make them want to drink Jaegermeister. I've never heard that. Interesting. You've never heard that because it has the deer ah. on the front of it? I didn't uh, know. Yeah, and it tastes super bad. And it's, it's terrible. Super gross. Yeah. So for for Halloween, we had social distancing block party, and mm-hmm. um, I had entertained the idea of buying the kids a pinata and filling it with candy, and then buying yeah. um, the adults a pinata and filling it with little tiny shot bottles. Then I realized that would be like really expensive, so I wasn't going to do it. But then I accidentally did anyway. So <laughs> I ac- I accidentally bought two pinatas. Uh, because we went to Party City thinking that Party City was going to have like the good Halloween pinatas and they didn't. So I got this cute little like Triceratops or something, Stegosaurus, Aww. little cute green dinosaur. <gasps> and cute. then we went to HEB immediately following. Is Zach okay? What are you doing? Yeah, I think you should have talked to Seth real quick. Okay. Oh, he's yeah. telling oh, dog I, to get off the counter. I was going to say, he better not be talking to he Seth. Better, yeah, Otherwise, once he started saying, what are you doing? I was like, oh, never mind. <laughs> yeah. Bad, bad girl. I was going to say, yeah. Uh, yeah, Zach's kicked off, if that's the way he speaks to his wife. Delta um, Burke, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm sorry. I did no, not mean okay. to step on your story, but I look. No, no, my no, 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 door wait. to the studio is almost cracked a little bit, and I see a wiggle in the corner of my eye, and it's Lou. Yep. Getting on to the calendar. Yep, knew it. Animal update, animal update. We're updating our animals. Yeah, so. Bad girl. Was, Bad Delta yeah. Bird. You, uh, your interruption was actually like way, way better than my story because we, we had a good time because I figured you were talking to one of the dogs, but I said, are, is he okay? And Steph said, yeah, he just had to talk to, to Sess. And then we hear, what are you doing? Bad girl, bad girl. And I was like, that better not be Sess he's talking to. It was. She was eating my last Swiss roll. Oh, that's heresy. But so the, the the moral of my story, which is a total misuse of that word, was basically we, we went to H-E-B right after Party City. H-E-B actually had much better Halloween ones. So I bought one and oh. then told, asked Ray to take back the dinosaur one. And then Ray was like, you've already bought both of them. Why take one back? And I was like, good point. Yeah. Uh, so spent $50 on pinatas. And then, of course, we had to go spend another $30 on little tiny shot bottles. 
But the right. kids, uh, the three or four kids who participated in the pinata, uh, beat the shit out of that poor pinata. <laughs> they shredded nice. it. Shredded Good. it. And then the adult pinata, Ray actually came up with the, the genius idea of not beating it because, you know, it was later at night, people were drunk, we weren't as socially distanced. But instead, everybody had yeah. to go reach it into the pinata and just grab uh, a shot glass of wine. So like, I was going to ask, nice. where's the pinata hole? Is it the ass? No, it's up the... top. Oh, it's up top. Because I just, not that I want to see a bunch of adults. With their arm up a cartoon donkey's ass, pulling alcohol out. But, but I do, do very much want to see a bunch of adults with their arms up a cartoon donkey's ass, pulling alcohol out. Yeah. So was uh, it a donkey? Because I need to get the triceratops. At the, we what got was the, the second one? Oh, the, the one for the kids was a witch. It was a big witch oh, head. Yeah. Triceratops asshole. That would be better to see. I think it was a yeah. stegosaurus, actually. Um, oh, we're I mean, getting, it makes which a huge one? Difference. Is that the one with the... Stegosaurus has the plates on its back. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. a rhino, but dinosaur-er. No, it's Like a dino-rhino. Yeah. yeah, no, I think... Uh, uh, a rhinosaur. A rhinosaur. Yeah. That's more the, the triceratops is more rhino-y than I think a stegosaurus right. is. Yeah. I'm a little rusty on my, dinosaur uh, knowledge. on my dinosaurs. My nephew would be really mad at me if, I, yeah. if he knew. Have I... I, I've told my lesbian dinosaur joke on this show like before, a lot of right? That's, yeah. I think just everybody knows that joke. <laughs> it's my no, joke. No, wait, I made is that, that right, though? I made that joke up in the fourth grade in 1987. No. I made up that joke. No, nobody no. believes that. I'm pretty sure I heard that joke in 1967, before, uh, before right. I was born. So. Stephanie, I people, a lot of people don't know this, Stephanie is 64 years yeah, old. Yeah, I'm a very yeah. young, spry 64. Mm-hmm. We actually, uh, while we were in H-E-B, I think maybe when we bought the pinata, we walked past garlic snacks. And I said, hey, Ray, uh, do you want some garlic snacks? And he said, Stephanie has those. And I was like, I know, Grandma Stephanie. <laughs> I still have the same box <laughs> from four years ago. They just aren't the same if they're fresh. You need them to be stale, a little bit stale. So, well, that's uh, garlic and Halloween corner pinata talk. That's the pinata explosion. Uh, so now we have a new benchmark sound. That's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to add lasers to it, of course. But. Well, of course. Obviously, we well, only do things with lasers. You know? Is there a pinata Pinterest? Can you pin a oh, pinata? I'm sure. I, there has to be, be a thousand yeah. of them. Yeah. 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 If not, you make one. And I wonder if there's been a pinata of a pinto ever. Oh. Oh. Mm-hmm. My first real boyfriend drove a 67, 68 Brown Honda Civic. He yeah. Oh, the, the first one. Yeah. Was it a little four-speed manual transmission? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's fun. It was. That's fun car to drive, it was. yeah. Yeah, it's probably dead, like he is. Oh, is he dead? Oh, yeah, he yeah. himself. Yeah. Yep. Hung oh. himself. That's what Jesus. happens when you date Rachel. Every, it was a family, it was a it was family, a family tradition. tradition. His dad did it, his aunt did it, he did it. Oh, Whoa. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. yeah. Well, Mental you really brightened up this. <laughs> Mental illness was rampant in that fam. Speaking Dang. of mental illness, we are lifeline. <laughs> Fair enough. Thanks for the segue, Rage. That was perfect. You're welcome. You're welcome. We good. we are uh, we are a podcast about lifetime movies with wine and mental illness. Mm. And, and, I, 
and pinatas and pintos and uh, garlic snacks. Uh, mm-hmm. I am aioli Stephanie. Oh, like you're not even an adverb. You're just a you're just a less nasty version of mayonnaise. Good job. <laughs> Good job. Yeah, the garlic makes it less nasty. I love a good aioli. Yeah, me too. I, well, now I feel like I've really got to up my game. I'm. No pressure, no no pressure. I'm translated Rachel. Whoa. Okay. All right. That's fun. Be sure to check out last week's episode where we discuss Ruthless Realtor. From 2020. It was a listener-requested movie from our friend Becca. Uh, It's a crazy story made even crazier by some dude on YouTube. um, (laughs) Chopping it up and running scenes backwards. It was very entertaining. Rachel, I don't know if you noticed, Brian Ames liked our post uh, announcing this episode on Instagram. And he actually commented on it. And so, which is great, but I'm wondering if he's going to listen and he's going to hear you you uh, you kind of rip him a bit. You're like well, Brian Rand- Ames, the writer director. No, he played Ralph, Ralph Savage. Oh, you were like he's well, a terrible actor. Did I say that? Because here, <laughs> Brian. Well, Brian Ames. To be fair, I have no idea what you what you're like when you <laughs> act because yeah, you were walking backwards, forwards, upside down. You were spinning and dancing and like changing colors and like. <laughs> You may be a great, you may be the next, uh, what's that guy's name? Marlon Brando. Peter O'Toole. You may Peter be the next O'Toole. Peter O'Toole. Very, you know, never make fun of me for my timely references ever again when you're referencing Peter O'Toole. Hey, some classics are classic. Like, like Lawrence of the, of the Arabias. Yep. <laughs> Larry Arabia. <laughs> what's that? Larry Arabia. <laughs> That's, his, that's yeah. like his great-grandson. And his you know? friend, Rary of Labia. Oh. Mm. Speaking of Labia. Uh, no Ra- Rachel. Oh. <laughs> Nothing. I what? just wanted to talk about your Labia. <laughs> I don't know. Please don't. Please. That makes me really weirdly uncomfortable. Mm. No, you know, oh, that's it not, should. I that's say, a that's normal response. Weird. Yes, that's not that's a weird. That's a normal response right. to feel you weird about that. Take it from me. I'm a doctor. If you can't yeah. talk about your friend's labia what can you talk about several other topics oh okay many Thank many, you, Dr. many Professor. other things <laughs> so we have a listener email listener email this is a fun Ooh. one Ooh. we got an email from molly from anchorage alaska holy All shit hello molly there. hello molly there. hello have you i never no. been I've never been no, there. I've oh. also oh, never been. Oh, you're lying. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, Molly from Anchorage, she says, Dear Lifewine Threesome. Ooh. I mean, thanks, Molly, but ooh. Yeah. I don't know. Well, it might be a, a regional colloquialism. I'm sure. I'm sure it is. Thank you so much for doing scary movies this month. Horror is my favorite genre, and I always use this time of year as an excuse to watch as many spooky films as I possibly can. Me too, Molly. Me too. Recently, you talked about the campfire jump scare classic, I'm on the first step, Mm. and it reminded me of a story from my childhood. I was about 10 years old, and my older brother Joseph and I were camping in our backyard, and we took turns telling scary stories around our chiminea. It was right after Halloween, so I had been stuffed with so much sugar that I had a bit of a stomach ache to the point... Wait, wait. How tough are these kids? They were just in a chiminea in the backyard, and 
October, November in uh, Anchorage, Alaska? Isn't it fucking cold? Well, she says she was 12 or 10. I don't know if she lived in Alaska then. I don't know, though. If you're born in Alaska, uh, like, point. you are I know, basically you're probably a badass. T- I mean, I know people, like, go swimming at 50 degrees in, like, Minneapolis. Yeah, maybe so. she's yeah. a polar bear. I think it's what it's called. The pol- <laughs> maybe polar she's, a li- she's a literal polar bear. <laughs> this is an email from the swimming. animal of polar bear. <laughs> she, well, Molly, your English is terrific for being a polar bear. <laughs> for being a polar bear. <laughs> Molly is a solid everyone polar bear knows yeah, they speak it really strictly is. Portuguese. Oh, I wonder if she's one of the Coca-Cola polar bears. Aw. That's very adorable. I love those guys. Me too. Give us some of that Coke money. Merry Christmas. So uh, Christmas. it was right after Halloween, so I've been stuffed with so much sugar that... Wait, isn't like ha- Halloween, though, isn't it like Australia in Alaska, like where it's summertime? No. That, okay. So it was right after Halloween, so I've been stuffed <laughs> with so much sugar that I had a bit of a stomach ache to the point of some uncomfortable cramping. I was trying to ignore it because we were having such a fun and spooky time. Joseph was telling me the aforementioned story. I had never heard it before, so I was genuinely shocked and surprised by the jump scare at the end. So surprised, in fact, that I not only jumped in the air, but I also sharded out a giant glob of poo into my drawers. (laughs) Remember the stomach ache? So luckily the house was right there, so I was able to clean myself up and change. But I was so terrified by that story that I slept with the radio on for the next year or so. I was scarred in more ways than one. Wow. <laughs> oh, Molly. 12 years old is a tough time to shit yourself in front of people. 10. 10. Yeah. Well, Even tougher, maybe. Man, yeah, and in front of your own brother. Like, your that's brother. That's never going to end. I'm Quite sure Joseph's never... Yeah, this let- is why I love podcasting, because now we can get stories from strangers about them shitting their pants in their adolescence. I never thought that I would have that in my lifetime. Right? Thank you so much, Molly. Thank you, Molly. <laughs> well, if you want to email us like Molly did and tell us about the time you shit your pants. Please, please, all of you, write us emails about shitting your pants. Email us at lifelinepodcast at gmail.com and we'll... Read your email on the Make air. up a story about shit in your sure. pants. Make it dirty. Make it awful. Or make up a story about you not shitting your pants. Shit, shitting in somebody else's pants. Yes. We are the, the scatological podcast that you can't get anywhere else. <laughs> this is Lifeline. Yeah. And thank you to the uh, frontline workers and the nurses for cleaning up our poos. Yeah. Well, Molly had to clean up her own poo. Oh, uh, so. well... When you're 10, that's how you learn. Yep. That's how you learn. Good job, Molly. Yeah. Way to to grow up. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You you know, sometimes if you have to toot and you just kind of like let it out a little bit and you aren't sure that maybe you got more than you bargained for, you have to Mm -hmm. inspect Uh, your pants. (laughs) Mm, Good good point. That's a fair point. Damn, that was good. That was cold. Yeah. Speaking of inspect... Yeah, I was going to say, does Zach even know why he's cheering that on? I, did, I well, feel like Inspector's coming at I us. I think somehow. he can sense when I'm really pushing a Segway. Yeah, like for it's sure. A, it's a Segway with a broken wheel that I'm just yeah. kind of scraping along the concrete. You're just so. like you're just going in circles over that one wheel is just... Yeah, exactly. It, it was a meander, for sure. Sure. It was, it was forced. The name of this movie... And Zach, you know, of course, you don't know what, what movie we're going to talk about. So I'm going, I to, don't. I'm going to give you this title, and I want you to give us an idea of what you think this movie's about. I'm swollen with anticipation. Oh, God, are you too messing? <laughs> the movie is called Inspector Mom Kidnapped in 10 Easy Steps. 
from 2007. Oh, okay. This is, I feel like this is going to be... It's a tough one. This is a tough one. It's so vague. Yeah. So it turns out, this is the movie, this is the plot. It turns out <laughs> that um, Carmen Sandiego, uh-huh. you know, from the show, yeah. Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego, mm-hmm. uh, was part uh, of a child trafficking cabal. That's why they couldn't find her. She she was actually QAnon. Jesus, that's dark. Yeah, it's pretty dark. This is a David Fincher film. Okay. Originally, it was slated to be David Fincher. Um, right, right. Right. So, Kevin Spacey plays oh. Carmen Sandiego <laughs> in full drag. Full that's drag. That's amazing. That's amazing. Uh, <laughs> and this movie's not even out yet. It's still in production. Like they, they, Oh. Yeah, yeah. They're in San Diego right now filming it. Uh, <laughs> Is this Kevin Spacey's like comeback film? Right. Okay. And then so good for him. Michael Keaton is reprising his role from Mr. Mom, but Yay. now he's Inspector Mom, right? And he's undercover as uh, the CEO of a lady-owned winery. Mm-hmm. And to get in with all the rich people, because everyone knows rich people are the people that do the kid peddling. Right. And then through his efforts with some comedic results, he finally faces Kevin Spacey, Carmen Sandiego. (laughs) They do a Matrix style Mm. fight and they both end up dying and all the kids get set free. Wow. And roll credits. The end question mark. And Kevin Spacey's hand comes out of the ground. Yes, I'm good, good. Because oh, you want to okay. leave yeah. Yeah, room open for... Wait, yeah. so when he died, they died at the same time and get buried? Yeah. Okay. There's no, like the no. earth swallows them up? Okay. You don't really see that. Like the whole movie ends with like, they're like sword fighting, mm-hmm. maybe, probably, in the rain, <laughs> I assume. I mean, yeah. The mascara's just running... <laughs> Running down. Right, right. The wigs are all askew. Because they're both in drag. Because they wanted it to shoot it raw. Like, they, they're like, we're not cutting anything. You, you two just go for it. Turns out Michael Keaton fucking hates Kevin Spacey because Kevin Spacey's not a great guy. Yeah. And he, uh, like, legitimately just beat him to death on set. Now, we're, you're hearing it here first, folks. Shit. Michael Keaton beat Kevin Spacey to death on the set of Inspector Mom, Mom kidnapped, kidnapped in 10 Easy Steps. That I forgot, they go over the 10 steps. In the middle okay. of the movie, it's literally like PowerPoint style. Oh. And then it's kind of, it's an odd take. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't have done it that way. Like, but a, I feel like it was, like an intermission feels like it was of? rushed. Yeah, well, it was like, kind of like. Yeah. like that's that's Fincher, though. You the know. steps were surprisingly easy. Oh. So so I'm going to kidnap away. Do you remember any of the steps, Zach? Uh, grab them was one. Okay. <laughs> Just grab them Wait, up. is this one. the steps to how to kidnap somebody or how to escape a kidnapper or? Uh, no, this is steps on kidnapping. Okay. So these Car- are Kevin's Carbon, 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 Carbon San Diego okay. goes over it briefly <laughs> okay. in the PowerPoint. Okay. Yeah. Carmen San Diego, Kevin Spacey as Kevin Carmen Spacey. As. Correct. Okay. Correct. I hear they're going to do a musical version. Same cast. I, exact like, same I cast. Have a very, Even though they're dead. 
very good vision of like right. the the climax of the sword fight, and you know, Carmen Sandiego wore that big red floppy hat, the big fedora, uh, yeah, yeah. And I can just see like Kevin Spacey's like left eye shining out from underneath it, and the water slowly dripping, and you can like see the oh, yeah. hate, and you can see his auburn wig just soaking, and he's kind of you know down in that crouched there like pose, yeah. he's pulling up the yeah. sword, he's about to pounce, and then Michael Keaton just rams the sword right through his eye. Right through and his lightning, eye. lightning crashes. And uh, uh, yeah, young mother and an dies. Old mother dies. <laughs> yeah. Both moms died in that song. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and because it's Fincher, you get the view from inside the sword as mm. it's being stabbed oh, into fun. Carmen Sandiego's eye. Right. Fun. And yeah. then just Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross music mm-hmm. just squealing in the background. Yeah. This is your movie. What happened to Live? This is your movie. What happened to Live? I thought Live was on this one. It's a remix. It's with, a remix. With Trent Reznor doing it. With Trent Reznor. Yeah, yeah hell yeah. I mean, living doing shit these days, so they need no, to be. No, re- they they yeah, still they're mostly play dead state now. fairs. They're doing yeah. state, state they're fairs. Doing state they play that, state that, that one album from 1996. They probably do Native American casinos. I bet they stick to the middle. You know, throwing, nothing throwing wrong with copper. the middle. The middle. You mean like the Middle m- America or yeah. the Mid Atlantic? Yes. Okay middle no no just virginia and maryland that's oh. right that's yeah mid-atlantic <laughs> great cool great. Well, is that the, is that the movie it is that's it the seems movie pretty we're high about. budget i mean pretty high budget for uh I, lifeline i would like to talk about that movie instead michael, actually. michael keaton's not cheap <laughs> i got bored of listening to you guys so i went on lifeline podcast on instagram i saw the picture i drew for stephanie two yes, years ago yes i that just Aww. popped up in my time hop. Yeah, Rachel drew this Aww. amazing picture of my... So my cat Wojo had just passed. And so Rachel drew the most lovely illustration of my mother and Wojo in the afterlife together. Because she, I mean, she it needs was already, a lot of work, the picture, but I get the point. No, I, I get the point. I love it. Wojo was always falling behind the cushions in the couch. <laughs> so in the photo, he's falling behind the couch. And it just, it made me, it made me so happy. It was That's, the sweetest thing. That is thing. one of my favorite things about Wojo is when he fell behind the, the couch cushions. And he just was like, eh, this is where I, I live, live here now. now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he didn't even try. <laughs> he didn't even try. He was just like, Bless stuck. that cat. Oh, that cat oh. was so cute and so dumb. Sweet baby boy. Oh. Yeah, go to our Instagram. It's great. Hey, follow us on social media, by the way. Yeah, we're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're at Lifeline Podcast and all those things. Reach out to us. Email us. Message us. At us. And we'll uh, we'll love to talk to you. Email us cocaine. Oh, and email us cocaine. And also, uh, <laughs> while, you're, while you're doing things on the computer, if you don't mind, go into Apple Podcasts and leaving us uh, review and giving us five stars just takes a couple words to put in a box doesn't matter what you say you can even threaten us in fact i think we actively requested that you threaten us last, last week episode. We, uh, yeah. we absolutely did just for i fun. would appreciate a legitimate threat i need that thrill yeah he can't get off anymore on anything right so i, I need to uh, assume i'm going to be murdered by a by a fan but who's you obsessed with always us. do assume you're going to be murdered anytime anybody emails you have us. to be rachel you have to be <laughs> Constantly ready to be murdered, and that way you don't get murdered. You will have a heart attack, though. Constantly ready to be murdered. Good advice. Just constantly on the edge. (laughs) But yeah, if you if you like what we do, if you give us five stars and just put a couple words. If you don't like what we do, if you don't like what we we do, we don't give a fuck. 
Obviously. Give, us, give us five stars and then just rip us apart in the comments. That's yeah. totally fine. That's, that's come on. That's a good. That's a good trade off. We'll yeah, read I it. Think. We'll read it on the air, and uh, you'll become our new best friend. Yeah. So I'll probably learn challenge. something about myself. Yeah. You could say like, "Hey, why does Rachel think she's so great all the time?" Yeah. <laughs> because you know? she is. Because she is is the answer. Yeah. But, yeah, you, know, you won't know it until you actually put that in the comments. Yeah, until so. you ask. What do you, what do you guys think is better? Like a <laughs> hundred five star reviews or sixty six six thousand three star reviews? Like all the, the, the five al- star reviews. But even if it's a like, what if we had a like a lot of reviews, but they were just kind of meh? But then. You know what I mean? Hey, is well, that a here, let's, let's do this. Your numbers confused me, honestly. <laughs> try. Try. Let's see which is better. So, 600... No, just give us only five-star reviews, though. Yeah, you know, whatever. Like, <laughs> hey, I approach this like I, know, I do my dating life. If you pay attention to me, it doesn't matter how good or bad it is. I'll, I'll like you. I'll suck your dick. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, unless you're Ray... Then she doesn't. She doesn't do any of that. Oh, she does butthole only. You know. Oh, hi, sweet Ray. Speaking. Hey, speaking of. hey, butt pirate. What's up, Ray? Ray. <laughs> you know, I was looking at photos of uh, Sasha Baron Cohen, um, and uh, well, we were talking about him last week, and uh, I was I was looking at him, and I recently, just in the past few years, became extremely attracted to him, probably because he finally is, uh, you know, his late 40s, early 50s, and that's finally when somebody's attractive. Um, plus, he's just brilliant. And he's married. Oh, like I had a chance otherwise? No, I just no, kind of felt like, more yeah, I was going to say, you. I feel oh. like the more barriers between you and a man, the more you <laughs> like him. Yeah, like if you're gay, that's so hot. Yeah. You know, like there's <laughs> you're you're a gay astronaut that is going to go to Mars in two months. You're my type of man. Yeah, at me, at me, Mars astronaut, Mars astronaut, Mars astronaut. Um, but uh, yeah, but then but I was looking at a recent photo of him, and he there, he really looked like Ray. And then I was like, oh, and then okay, let's no, never talk no about longer. this again. Yeah. No longer attract. I would say I'm no longer attracted uh-huh. to him now because of that. So well, good. The end. Yeah. I'm more attracted to him because of that. <laughs> You had never even seen Ray because he refuses I've, to show his face to you. I've seen. I know what Ray looks like. Do you? Would you recognize okay. him on the street? You look through the window, and yeah, I have that thing where I, I recognize every face I've ever seen. Oh, I'm the opposite. I'm pretty sure I have a touch of face blindness. Face blindness. We wish mm-hmm. that you we had blindness for your Lou. face. I, I get where you're going. It you was, know, because you're was ugly. Good. It was good in thought, but poorly executed. I I enjoyed the sentiment of it, uh, but, yeah. but very badly executed. That's the story of my life. Thank you. Kind of. I mean, like, it's one of the other. Kind me. of like some of these crimes. <laughs> Wait, what's happening? Come on. Oh, you know the dogs are making yeah. their presence in, known. Their ends. You know, so. <laughs> You know, dogs, you know, animals, like the door shut. I got to get in there and see what's going yeah. on. They come in, you yeah. shut the door behind them. They're like, no, 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 I'm not. I'm not going to sit in this room with you. Yeah. I just needed to see what was happening. I just need the yeah, freedom I, to I come and go. I just need to know right. that, uh, that you're in here. Well, no, no, and... no. Yeah. Don't, don't shut the door again. I need to know what's happening. Yeah. We're updating our animals. But I keep that door shut because I'm not dishing the funny out to the world. I'm yeah. dishing it out to only... People who listen to the podcast. Yeah, Cecily does not listen. We know that. No. That's okay. I think Ray Ray listens from time to time. I think his his listenership has dropped off or 
over the last few months. He's probably just sick of hearing your voice because he has to hear it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, that's why when you guys are like, have you not listened to our newest podcast? I'm like, no, I have to listen to this voice all day long. I have to assume (laughs) it's because he hates me. No. If anybody, it's it's Steph. He hates. It's me. Yeah. yeah. We Um, have a rivalry that's years, years deep. Is it it because of the mustaches? They've been fighting over me. Ah. Like, I don't want her. You take her. <laughs> I don't want her. You can have her. She's too fat for me. Anyway. Hey, she's too fat for me. Hey, she's too fat for me. Hey, that's a misogynist song. Yeah, that's so, uh, real summary of this movie. Set against the backdrop of the latest craze, ballroom dancing. What? I mean, are it's, you serious? It's 2007. This is the this is the summary from IMDb. I guess are you, this is. So a, you're not making these first sentences up. No, nope. these are these just are, gobbledygook coming out of your mouth. Basically copied and pasted from IMDb. Ballroom dancing. Ballroom dancing. Great. The craze. The craze. The latest craze. The oh. latest. I mean, craze. this is 2007, so maybe I missed it. You didn't. Set against the backdrop of this quote-unquote latest craze, ballroom dancing, Maddie Monroe must discover the identity of dangerous kidnappers and bring them to justice before her best friend becomes their next victim. To be fair, they weren't really that dangerous until Maddie got her big old nose stuck into it. And her nose is not Yeah. Her, and her, her best friend was technically their next victim because she did get kidnapped. So, yeah. spoiler alert. Oh, it's Wendy. It's yes. Winnie. 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 Yeah. What did I say? We said you Wendy. Said it's Wendy. okay. I think they're both short bitch. for the same thing. Oh, wow. Margaret. Yes. <laughs> yes, this is, uh, yeah, Maddie Monroe is played by Danica McKellar, who is Winnie from The Wonder Years. What's weird is that when I was in elementary school, there was a there was a group of kids who thought I really looked like Winnie, and they called me Winnie, which is, I mean, she was always Maybe really... Maybe they thought you looked like the fat yellow bear. That's probably it. <laughs> yeah, that's probably... That makes sense. Uh, and you always had your hand stuck in a honey jar. Yeah, I, had, I never wore pants. And there was, that, there was that little pink gay kid that hung out with you all the time. And your shirt said poo across it. <laughs> I was shitting myself all the time. Oh, wait, that's Molly. With no, with no pants. <laughs> with no pants because they could tell because it was just running down my bare legs <laughs> how embarrassing your bare oh, legs bare my bare yeah. bare legs my bare bare legs yeah she was she was winning the wonder years um she's also been the current voice for judy jetson since 2017 the jetsons the jetsons are, are back. I didn't they were back apparently yeah. they've been a, yeah janet waldo originally did the voice for judy jetson and she died in 2016 uh so danica mckellar took over <laughs> so, so yeah i guess waited, there's they waited for her to die to bring it back they were like finally no, the no. Voice. oh so they brought it back before 2017 yeah yeah she oh, yeah okay right, right. okay I, guess I, just, I thought they brought it back in 2017 right after she died and i was like that's oh, a huge they're insult. like finally <laughs> we've been wanting dead. to recast her but we didn't want to hurt her feelings yeah <laughs> 
So there's kind of an ensemble cast here, so we're not going to spend too much time on them. Just mainly Maddie is Danica McKellar. She's cute as hell. She's just like this cute little thing. So she's married to Craig Monroe, who's played by a gentleman named Drew Waters. Um, He was in one episode of True Detective, Zach. I recognize him. I definitely recognize the guy. Yeah, I don't know from what, but I definitely know I've seen him. Well, he was in NCIS Los Angeles, Bones, Friday Night Lights, The Show... None Which season of True Detective? I don't know. So he was in the episode. He's in one episode. The character's name is Paul Trevor. I tried to look it up. It's the Western Book of the Dead from 2015. So I guess that's the second season or that's the first season? 2015 is second season. Okay, that's why. Because I didn't watch the second season. I watched yeah. I watched the first two episodes of the second season. And then yeah. I was like, fuck this. Yeah. I'm going to go back and check it out. Was he also first a baseball player? I don't know. Does it is it showing up that he's... Uh, yeah, it may be two different people just with the same name. I can't really tell. It is um, kind of a yeah, Craig Monroe or no, a Drew Waters. Yeah, yeah. who's well, Craig Monroe? He's the character. He's the character's name. He's oh, okay. he's Maddie's husband. He's a pilot for Southwest Airlines. This movie takes place in Texas. I don't know where. I'm guessing Dallas. Yeah, judging by the the housewives that are in the in the cast, uh, they have two kids, Tara and Nate. Maddie writes a weekly column in the local newspaper called Inspector Mom, where she helps them helps moms with the everyday mysteries of motherhood. But she also has a taste for the not so everyday mysteries of crime solving, which her editor um, named Becca. Oh, I didn't pick up the, on that. That's yeah. pretty funny. She loves her for this, but then her husband Craig is not thrilled about the side hustle, but. Maddie always works undercover. Under, like, in disguises? She's never in disguise. She's in as a ghost. She's just always wearing sheets. Undercover as sheep. Cuts the holes out. They're like, I didn't know. That would have gotten away with it, too. Say whatever you want. I'm just a ghost. I'm not listening. We're recording this Continue speaking openly about your crimes. Now, that's that's a movie I want to see. The undercover ghost yeah. detective. The thing is, though, is Texas is a two-party state, so both parties have to be aware of the fact that they're being recorded. Ghosts. Oh, but not that. The ghost law is not the same yeah. as Texas law. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. So yeah. Becca is the editor. She chews a lot of gum. She's constantly chewing gum. That kind of yeah. Got what's annoying. the deal with that woman and her facial expressions and chewing gum? Yeah, it was obnoxious. Uh, so, and then the, really the only other character I'm going to point out is Romanikov, who's Roman. So a lot of this story is centered around, of course, ballroom dancing. And it's this Let's Dance is this company where people go take dancing lessons. And Romanikov is the uh, the head of this dancing studio. He's very flamboyant. He's a great dancer. He's got cool sideburns. He's, play, he's played by... Go, well, they're, they're not even really sideburns. They're like real. They're like sort of shaped oh. and then, yeah, but then like cut like, really like, close. But they're also like horizontally striped. Like they were shaved. Oh, really? To catch yeah, that? intermittently. They were very yeah, strange. No, they, they were awful. He's played by. Uh, I'm going to butcher this name. Gocha Chertkoev. Uh, I he, think that's good. He, thank you. Thank you. I, I could be I wrong. I wouldn't know any uh, better. <laughs> yeah, doesn't have many credits. Uh, he was in a movie called Streets of Blood. And a movie called Repocalypse, which I think is fun. <laughs> I want to see that. Me too. Those were, those were both pornos. Uh, oh, Repocalypse is not a porno. You're thinking of Cockpocalypse. Uh. Also, one of my favorite popsicles. Ooh, Cockpocalypse. Cock, 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 cock,
Ah. Sure, sure, sure. Now it is. <laughs> Graphic. I mean, yeah. I mean, is he? There's nowhere to go but up. <laughs> is he on board with it? Like, I don't know. He's your boyfriend. Uh, does, does Ray know about this boyfriend? <laughs> Ray's in the freezer. Like, why are all these dicks in here? What's going on, Rachel? Wait, you sever the dicks? Well, he's not going to fit his whole body in the freezer. Detachable. I thought he would just stand Detachable on like a stool. Penis. Detachable, Detachable penis. penis. Well, like as Rachel and I discussed in our October Patreon episode, we like to do male prep where we... Oh, yes. Male it was prep. meal prep, but it turned it into meal prep. Meal. And then it turned meal. into meal. Meal DeGrasse Tyson. <laughs> meal prep. It's because Rachel's from Oklahoma. It's okay. No, it's because meal Rachel's prep. just an idiot. No. Yes. Not that much. Yeah, no, that much. <laughs> <laughs> that much. You are incorrect, sir. So, so this, uh, so Inspector Bob, so this was a originally a TV series. It had one season, 10 episodes. Oh. And then they made a movie. The first one was called Inspector Mom from 2006. But I read the description on it, and it sounds really intense for... So these are very lighthearted. It's almost like they're made for kids, but then it deals with super adult I, themes, right? I, that was That is a perfect way to put it, because I was like, this is so poorly written and so, like... Now, who did Danica What's-Her-Face write this? McKellar? Uh, I don't think so. She's one of the producers, I okay, believe. Producer. So. Okay, I thought I saw so, her yeah. name on something that kind of... No, so- it is written. Oh. Writers, Danica oh, yeah. McKellar okay. and William, William Pearson. Pearson. Uh, because it kind of surprised me because of what I know about her. You know, she's a very smart woman. And I kind yeah. of felt like maybe she only wrote it because at the beginning, you know, she writes books for uh, about math and how, mm-hmm. for, like, very math-friendly and how math shouldn't be intimidating, which I've actually always wanted to kind of read one of her books, um, even though mm-hmm. I think they're designed for much younger audiences. But uh, just yeah. to, because she had this little scene with her daughter where her daughter's trying to understand fractions and she shows her daughter by slicing up a pizza that one ninth of a pizza is much smaller or much larger than one tenth of a pizza and that Mm. it's the same thing but you know when a when you have a bigger number in a fraction you have to cut it into smaller pieces and like it was just really well done and i was like i'm pretty sure she only wrote this movie for that lot, like that whole little scene, so she could right. show that math is not intimidating when you think about exactly. it in certain contexts. <laughs> yeah, she's got some great books. She's written six nonfiction books, and they're all dealing with mathematics. Like yeah. math doesn't suck. Kiss my math. Yeah. Hot X Algebra Exposed, which I think is maybe for older kids. Uh, <laughs> yeah, girls get curves. Girls, girls get curves. Get curves. Geometry takes shape. That's supposed to be like for for young adolescent girls. Like math Holy should be shit. intimidating. Yeah, yeah, she's and then I'm really might, smart. I'm, this is really awesome. I'm yeah. gonna go and take the GRE again, and I'm gonna score a 93 percentile on the quantitative too. Yeah, and then you should email Danica and be like, "I read your books, and this helped me." And she'll probably I'm be 40 years it. old. <laughs> I'm finally, <laughs> I finally got mad. She'll be like, yay, good yeah. job. Yeah. So there's not a whole lot of reviews on this. I don't think I don't think this movie or even the, I don't think the TV series is very accessible. I couldn't find out where to watch it or the first movie. So only two reviews on Amazon. All in all, it's a four out of five, 6.5 out of 10 on IMDb. And then the 
the Rotten Tomatoes score, there's no critic score, but the audience score is 18%. So it's kind of all over the place. So Rachel, do you have a hot take? Rachel's hot take. Do, 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 do. Pew, pew, pew. So here's my problem, and maybe they just named it this uh, to differentiate. But there were no steps. There were no t- 10 easy steps. Uh, there was They're no talking kid- about dance steps, which is... Oh, uh, see, yeah. this is why I need to read her books for children, is because I'm an idiot. I had, well, I had that in my notes, too, because I was thinking, That's where hilarious. are the steps? It took me up until, like, today when I was putting the notes together. I was like, oh, dance steps. But still, with dance steps, it's never, there are ten steps in this dance. It's like, you do this and then, you know, so it's it's very, they're they're stretching. They're stretching it. They're stretching. That's hilarious. So, uh, my, my favorite character, or favorite Favorite everything was Becca, the editor, whose name I didn't know until just now. But <laughs> she was by far mm-hmm. the best in the whole movie. Uh, she only had like two real scenes, and her yeah. ah, like overly exaggerated facial expressions, yeah. and yeah, chomping on that gum. Fantastic acting by you, Becca. You could go give <laughs> Ronald Savage a treat or two, a trick or two, or both. It's Halloween. Ronald. Yeah, uh, Ralph, Ronald Ralph Savage, Savage. Uh, Brian, Brian Adams, Brian Ames, <laughs> Brian Ames, Brian Adams, who's Brian obviously, Ames. I'm sure he's a subscriber and a listener now. He better be, or I'll talk more Hi, shit Brian. about him. We love you. We think you're, we think you're great. I mean, I don't. I'm sure, he's fine. I'm sure he's fine. Yeah, like, <laughs> don't be in this business if you can't take it, bitch. I, uh, I've never seen you act. Yeah. Uh, so I, I don't Me see the either. movies. Brian, we didn't really Brian? see, yeah, I don't <laughs> think we really got a real good opportunity to see anybody's acting in that in Ruthless Realtor. No, we didn't. We yeah. absolutely how, many, didn't. how many buzz balls would you give this movie, Rachel? Oh, goodness gracious. Uh, can I go back to 26? Can I, can I, can I, sure. can I use 26 again? This was, pain- like, this actually is almost more incoherent than Ruthless Realtor. They open up on this dance studio, and she's she's out to get this guy, this like diamond thief, um, and she gets him, and like they're like she act, she's never been to this dance studio. She doesn't seem to know anyone at the dance studio. She gets this uh, jewelry thief, and then the apparently the this beautiful necklace belongs to the owner, whose name is how did you say it? Romanikov. Romanikov, and. As a thank you, he's like, oh, I will give you, you know, so many free classes. And she's like, oh, no, I hardly ever see my husband anyway. And he's like, no, 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 both of you, you come. And then they go, like, to a dance class. And it's like, the whole town is there, the creme de la creme. <laughs> she's, and, like, they're talking about how hard it is to get into these dance classes. And, they're, and like, her neighbors are coming up to her. Oh, we're so glad that you finally made it out here. We've been wondering when you been make, would make it out here. And I was like, wait, what? Like, where did she was on a, like a job, knew no one here. Undercover. Under, she was undercover. 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 I mean, yeah. she wasn't wearing she a black dress. Wasn't. So. Yeah. yeah, I mean, she wasn't, just because she was pretending to be a student in the dance class, yeah. she wasn't actually undercover. But. Yeah. And yeah, and then like all of a sudden, apparently, this, this dance studio is the center of the yeah. social lights and the social life of this <laughs> town. And I'm like, wait, mm-hmm. like just a scene ago, 
this was a whole new experience for her, her and her husband. And the next thing you know, they're like, oh, you're finally here. We've all been waiting for you to join us. And I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? Like a cult? Yeah, it is like Basically, a cult. Basically, yeah. kind of. And I'm surprised you didn't mention Regina in your, in your, your notable characters. Oh, yeah, I've got her later on. Just, yeah. I, okay, okay. I didn't want to go through, like, each character just because, Fair you know, there, there are a lot. Yeah, but, there yeah, she'll come lot. up later for sure. Yeah, this must take place in, like, Grapevine, Texas or something. Because it it's clearly yeah. right outside Dallas, but it was small enough to where everybody knew each other. Ugh, Grapevine. Ugh. Did you have any tropes? Goodness. Rich white people? Rich white people parties? I mean, white that's it. White people party? I didn't yeah. have that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. How did you miss the white people party? I mean, that's all it was. Yeah. Ballroom dancing equals white people party. It was party. so obvious that I just missed it. Yeah. yeah. I Definitely it. white people party. We have the horny friend. Oh, who's Sandra. Yes. yes. Yeah. She's very much the horny friend. We kind of have a disbelieving police force, sort of, kind of. Yeah, you know, in the realm, you know, and the local police clashing with the FBI type trope thing. One thing that made this movie so awful was the character caricatures of um, mm-hmm, the caricatures. Yep, of the police force of and I hate to say this, but of rich people, um, yeah. of criminals. All of this was very cartoonish. It was yeah. like. Yeah, it was like if uh, you tried to write a Bugs Bunny episode, but as, you know, reality and with adults. And it just wasn't really, it didn't really work. Even the music sounded like it went along with animation. Mm -hmm. It was Mm -hmm. super overdone and goofy. And the, the like, and you mentioned Regina. She's just a larger than life character. Just ridiculous. Yeah. A woman who's married really well and has a ton of money and only cares about being seen as super rich, throws lavish, extravagant parties. Themed parties. Themed parties. But every, like, stereotype you've heard about very wealthy individuals, she encapsulates all of them at once. I mean... Yeah, angry at the help, making fun of people who are are poorer than she. Um, yeah, yeah. So they're just is, being disingenuous yeah, in general. Yeah. you know. Yeah. So that actress gets murdered in Friday the Thirteenth Part Seven. Yeah, she's in Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, <laughs> took and she was enough. in Knots. She was in Knots Landing. She was Laura, I think, in Knots Landing. What, what is Knots Landing? Landing? Mm-hmm. I don't know what Knots Landing was like a uh, soap from the 90s. It was like Dynasty. Yeah, it was like mm-hmm. Dynasty. Do you remember Dynasty? I remember the name. I, I know. No, 80s. Oh, it was 80s. Okay. 80s, yeah. I don't know. I was watching some clips of it earlier this evening, and her it's character. Not great. It's not great. So, yeah, Regina is played by Lar Park Lincoln, which is a cool name. That's a super great name. Yeah. And, uh, you know, she was beautiful in, you know, in. I don't want to say she's not beautiful now, but I mean she's she not. was definitely beautiful and not okay. landing. It's okay. What if she follows? What if she finds our post when we post about this you on Instagram, what? and we then she's like, "Hey, that's that. great." We can't worry about it. We just say what we say, man. Yeah, you're right. I mean, look, I don't think she's going to like be offended that three completely unknown people who have significantly less money than she care about her looks. <laughs> like, she's not going to be like, "Oh my god." 
I was feeling on top of the world. Like, I just scored a 93 percentile on the quantitative portion of the GRE after reading Danica's books. But then I heard these three people (laughs) that no one knows don't think I'm very attractive. Mm -hmm. People know me. I'm on lists. I'm on several lists, so people know who I am. You're on Dan from Austin's breakfast list. That's for sure. So, why did you... What? I don't know. Were you just... (laughs) God, that was weird. Never, Never do that again. Movie movie specific trope. There's this running joke. One of the FBI guys is named Agent DeLorean. And every time his name is mentioned, people react with DeLorean, like the car. The first time it comes up. That's real? It's for real. Oh, it's, re- it's, it's so funny, too, because the first time it comes up, Sandra has just been kidnapped and the FBI is there and the local police is there. And, of course, Danica is there. They make a DeLorean there. joke after a child gets kidnapped? She's a full grown woman. She's yeah. a drunk. She's the she's the drunk horny friend. It's okay, and you know uh, oh, she she's yeah she, she ends wanted up, it. She ends she up wanted. getting up, and she you know what she has ten thousand dollars in cash just she hanging around her house. She's asking to be kidnapped. So she's 20,000. Twenty thousand. Twenty thousand. Right. Yeah, they they want so they can split. They can split right. it even ten ten. So Delorean's partner is talking to Danica and the homicide guy, which I don't know why whose name's Campbell, the local police guy. I don't know why homicide is there. He even says that. He even says like yeah. I'm homicide. Over right. and over again. It's out of my jurisdiction. Although I, there is a Columbo episode where someone gets kidnapped and Columbo shows up even though he's homicide. So, therefore, it's legit because everything Columbo does is correct. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, his partner says, my partner, Agent DeLorean. And Campbell says, wait, DeLorean, like the car? And his partner says, yeah, but he doesn't want people to think he's like that. And Campbell says... Like what? And the partner responds with, you know, Irish. Yeah. What? Yeah. And you expect the laugh track to go. Is it because he has a small wiener? Like, he has white people think he's a small wiener. Okay. I don't think it has anything to do with. I don't think it. I don't think it has anything to do with small penises. We've set a precedent on this podcast where the Irish and the English and the Welsh all live in huts and have tiny wieners and fuck sheep. Yes. Okay, so. look, I will call any broad unattractive if I feel like it, but I don't agree with that. <laughs> oh, but you won't dispar- disparage, disperse, dis- you won't dis- disperse. I'm gonna She'll disperse. disperse. I'm going to have more wine. She'll disperse all the penises in, in Ireland. Speaking of penises, do you want to do, do an interlude? It's time for Zach's interlude. It's time for Zach's interlude. Gotta interlude a certain amount of time. Why the ladies pee? I'm just gonna sit here and rhyme. It's the interlude, Zach's interlude. Crazy dude with an interlude. What's up, guys? So, this is being recorded now, but it gets played later. So, in my hopeful spirit, I'm just going to go ahead and say congratulations to Joe Biden, the second Catholic to ever be president of the United States of America. I like how you got pixelated there when you were... Oh, uh, when I blew the yeah. not Mara yeah. wanna smoke? <laughs> not Mara. 
try Mara. Wait, no, Dave, Dave, Dave Chappelle did a and on his show he did a sketch. He was basically making fun of the um, the non-alcohol duels. He's making fun <laughs> of a duels, but it was like oh weeds, and it was like non-THC weed. So it's basically CBD oil yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Right. But that was before, before CBD. That was a thing. Before is a buzzword. Mm-hmm. I like the CBDs. I like CBD creams. I'll even. You know, it doesn't do have, anything for me. When I well, but it's it it's anti-inflammatory, anti-anxiety. Yeah. You know, there's yeah. a lot of goodness to CBD. Yeah, it works for a lot of people. Just I guess it doesn't really do anything for me. I think well, my my shit's way too <laughs> out there. Oh, okay. Your shit. Not my shit. Not literal. Sh- I'm not Molly from Anchorage. Oh, Molly from Anchorage. You know. You know. This reminds me of the time she shit all over herself <laughs> out by the chimney. You know, just let it go. The chimney. We were all standing by the chimney. Like, did Molly just do that? <laughs> and then we all turned around and threw our paper plates at her. And we were like, that's the stupidest 10-year-old girl we've ever... Get out of here, Molly. Oh, Molly. We were very mean to her. I was there. You know, yeah, I remember you telling me about that. (laughs) Speaking of which, uh, you know, Rocky loves to shit during the podcast, and uh, he just did. (laughs) He did. I bet it was a big, stinky one. We'll find out in a second. I mean, it's right there. He loves to brag. Ketchup is so gross. Ketchup? Yep. Ketchup. I don't actually. I don't really care for ketchup. I. It's fine strictly on potato products. It's Anything a lot of sugar. else? There's a lot of sugar in it. It's tomato syrup, mm-hmm. is what you should call it. Yeah, I know. That's, yeah. that's your movie. Is that what? That's your movie. Is that what Canadians put on their pancakes? Toma- yeah, tomato maple syrup. Tomato. Maple tomato. Maple tomato. Maple tomato. Maple syrup. Tomato. We did it two weeks in a row. Oh. Or two weeks in a row. Today was a Seinfeld and Simpsons, though. I know. I don't think Dang. we had the defecta. Nineties TV was on point. Well, that used to be what all we talked about in like the first twenty episodes or so, and I guess we kind of strayed a bit. But now we're back. Now we're back. Now we're back to our roots. When Ray and I first started dating, like we would always ask bartenders what their favorite symptom, Simpsons line was, and then judge them oh. based on that. Very oh, good. I like well, that. Ask, ask me. Yeah. What's, what's, your, what's your favorite, favorite Simpsons, Simpsons line? What are you going to do? Get the dogs or the bees or the, the dogs with bees in their mouth and when they bark, they show how they shoot bees at you? That one's a really good one. Yes. My, Love my, it. One of my favorite lines was always... I'm not going to lie to you, Marge. And then Homer just walks out the door. <laughs> like when she was yeah. like, when he was doing the, uh, the, what's it called? Prohibition. Uh, uh sh- yeah. not shoe shining. What is that called? When? Yeah. Moon shining. Shoe shining. It's a lot like shoe yeah. shining. Stupid sexy Flanders is always Stupid a good Stupid sexy one. Flanders is good. <laughs> Nothing at all. Nothing, Nothing at all. I mean, really, the best quotes come from Homer. Yeah. Like, lot, um, yeah. I wish, I wish God were alive to see this. <laughs> oh, another one. Homer saying, oh, they have the internet on computers now. On computers that now. Yeah. That was a great line. That was a great you show. Know, well, I'm going to turn off the podcast and go watch The yeah, Simpsons. Yeah, I mean, that was, our, no. that was our episode on The Simpsons, guys. Yeah. Thanks for listening. <laughs> what is your favorite Simpsons quote? Email us at lifewinepodcast at gmail.com or add us on Twitter or, uh, I mean, I guess even on Instagram or Facebook, whatever. We're at Lifewine wherever Podcast. You wanna, wherever you want to meet us, we'll meet you there. 
put, meet put me it, there. Put it on a tramp stamp. Take a picture of your tramp stamp okay, and send it to us. Okay, talk about tramp stamp and how sexist that is. Don't use that word. Lower back tattoo that is predominantly on looser Ooh. women. What? Okay, first of I all, said what, it different. I said wrong, it different. What's wrong with looser women? First of all, <laughs> I nothing. Why? Nothing. Yeah, you love loose women. Yeah. <laughs> why would you assume that a woman who has a tattoo on her back must be a loose woman? Also, again, what's wrong with being a loose woman? Yeah, nothing. and just because enjoy I, your body, be, I don't have a tramp stamp doesn't mean I'm not right, loose. Right. Yeah. No, you you're know? very obviously loose, Thank Stephanie. You. That's not what I'm saying. Just like Becca. <laughs> Hi, Becca. Which Becca? All of the Beccas. So, our listener, Becca, are you making a yeah, gingerbread men? Like the kind that you cut out and go... It's an oh. action figure. It's a ballerina action figure. What's with the face? What's going it's on there? It's not right, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not bad. It's just interesting. No. You know when like good. a kid draws it's a picture and you don't know what it's no. of, but you don't want to be like, what is that of? You say, tell me about this. So it's like, tell me about the oh, face. That's, that's why I don't get along with kids. Uh, like, they show me something. Like, <laughs> what like, the fuck? What, what is you're this? You're four. Why, you can do better than why this. Why are you talking Rachel, to me? I just, I, I just want to say you are fascinating in, like, the way a psychiatrist would say <laughs> someone is fascinating. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I, that's... I agree. I told you that my... I told you guys, you guys know this, that my favorite compliment came from a schizophrenic who told me that I was uh, not wacky. What was the word? Oh, it'll come to me. But, yeah, one of my schizophrenic patients was like, I like you, you're... Oh, it wasn't wacky. Sassy? I don't don't know if you ever told us. Yeah, I don't remember. Oh, not whimsical. Oh, something like that. Not whimsical. You're drunk, is what they (laughs) said. (laughs) No. uh, But it was like one of the greatest moments in my life. It was so touching. Cheeky? No. What word did the schizophrenic say to Rachel? Email us at (laughs) lifewinepodcast at gmail.com. How do you spell that? With a lot of R's. Are you looking up what the schizophrenic yes, said to you? Is that like, on the internet? Is somewhere? it on Google? Say, guys, have you heard this one? What did the schizophrenic say to Rachel? <laughs> I'm looking up. Uh, I, I'm on the, the source for wacky. Uh, I really so, appreciate that you knew what I was doing, though. I'm very impressed oh, yeah. by that. Or actually, a little disturbed. I'll figure. I'll figure it out later. I will definitely, yeah. definitely let you guys know. Stay tuned, life whiners, because we're eventually going to find out what that schizophrenic said to Rachel. Now we're going to get back to the show. The interlude is over. So I want to know how Maddie Monroe's undercover gig works. I haven't seen the TV show nor the first movie, and so I'm sure there's some stuff that's explained there. But this movie is also works as a standalone because it has that she narrates throughout and she says i'm this person and this is what i do so obviously it's accommodating for people who ha- who aren't familiar with the story but do they contract she her was out? basically kevin arnold who's uh <laughs> is that the aardvark no no from oh. the wonder years <laughs> oh okay kevin arnold the aardvark you know i didn't really i don't know i didn't really <laughs> i just <laughs> It just sounds like the kind of name an aardvark would have. Wasn't there an Arnold the aardvark that we in the cartoons? It's Arthur. Oh well, fuck me. It's his brother. (laughs) Such a such a stupid mistake to make. It really, it really is. You idiot. Like you love, but 
<laughs> you love TV. Like, that's why it made me laugh. It's but like, I you haven't love seen TV. every you show ever TV. made. You've never seen The Winter Years? No, you I didn't. absolutely I was... have seen The Wonder Years because you know David Schwimmer was on there. I, you told me that the sister married David Schwimmer and then moved to Alaska oh. in The Wonder Years. Well, I think that was because I was related to something else. I must have done some research, but I've never actually seen the show. I, I'm familiar with it, but really? I, I know it was narrated oh. by Ron Howard. I think of the Arrested Development. Yeah, it was no, no. It was it was narrated by no. Daniel Stern. Daniel Stern, right from Home Alone. Okay, okay. yeah. Not not no, the I've same actually, show. I've seen. I think I've seen like clips of the Wonder Years, but no, I've never actually. I don't know. Oh. Like when it was on, I think it was. I think it was a little bit before my time. It was really more uh-huh. like my time. Yeah. I, yeah. I identified with Kevin Arnold. I was busy watching reruns of Barney Miller. I know, that's why right, when you were like, oh, it's before my time. No, it's fucking not. You're, I know, like, I know. You like silent yeah. movies. Yeah. yeah. Have you watched one? Have you tried being silent for once in your life? You should try it. <laughs> <laughs> Notice you're the only one laughing. You're I'm laughing, you bitch. Was, you was, bitch cunt fuck. I was laughing. Oh I thought my it was really god. Funny. This is how we tell each other we love each other. No, I don't fucking um, love you. Gross. <laughs> Those are rumors that you, ha- I, uh, you can't take back. <laughs> you have to. <laughs> yes, your mother pays so. me from her grave. Oh. Well, at least you're getting something from oh, grave money. We grave have really money, hit like the Trinity money. tonight. Simpson, Seinfeld, and Stephanie's dead mom. The three big oh, S's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Takes a second, right? Yeah. Take a second. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, her name's Bonnie. Yeah. Her name's Bonnie. So you need to draw that Trinity. Whoever that appears to okay. you in a okay. dream, draw that. Yeah. <laughs> they do come to and me. maybe have Wojo just peeking out. Because like there's a Simpsons couch, so Wojo could be in the couch. Just I want Wojo to be present no. at all times. He's got a he's got a he's the manager of that group. Of that Trinity. He's the manager. God, they're in trouble. <laughs> he's like, okay guys, we're gonna fucking shit and the poop's gonna stick to our butts and we're gonna run around the room like crazy until it falls off all right deal that's deal. what i remember of your mom so pretty much yeah. oh so what what do you want to talk about rachel <laughs> goodness uh yeah let's talk about heather the character heather because so regina is regina's the like oh my god i've got to show everybody how much money i have i'm a super stereotype of the rich rich wife like a woman who came from humble mm-hmm. beginnings and she has what i'm assuming is a younger sister that shows yeah. up at this this kid's birthday party so regina's having carlton who is too his pirate themed soiree and mm-hmm. this is where we're introduced to heather and the least dynamic character in a movie ever uh just scowls the entire time only scowls wears like bad makeup that you would imagine a young woman who liked to scowl was wearing like she took being the scowling younger bitter sister to a whole nother level and this is where i think this woman may have actually had a moment of talent or two and the director was like no please please stop, stop doing that no. acting none of yeah, that like none yeah, of that yeah just scowl scowl the whole time and yeah. i kind of felt bad for that woman like i felt yeah. like that would could possibly ruin her career 
I feel bad for everybody in this movie, honestly, because <laughs> you there's no way you can tell anybody's talents. You know, I mean, Regina yeah. was on Knott's Landing, you know, which was a soap opera, to be fair. But I mean, she I have her as the worst character. She's the worst character because really? she's I thought, so I thought, I thought Heather was the worst character. Yeah, I feel like Heather, for, for me, wasn't annoying enough to be the worst character because mm. she, she didn't have a whole lot of lines. She, di- she did just scowl. She was a scowling girl. Yeah. But Regina was just, like, blatantly... Uh, she, was, she was... I mean, everybody was a caricature, but her, she especially was just this disingenuous... The, the character itself was disingenuous and obnoxious mm-hmm. and just really just overdone. Just over the top, really in your face. Yeah, I feel that Lar Park Lincoln. She has a she has a fairly hefty body of work to her name, um, you know, like Knott's Landing and some other stuff. And so she knows what she's what. Oh, just she has. I a was not hefty talking about body. her weight. Uh huh. No, I just figured you were talking about her bosom, of not work. her weight. Buddy, she did have a lovely yeah, round yeah, bosom. Yeah. Yes, great. Yeah. But yeah. uh, she, I feel, I feel that, I feel that there were multiple takes where she was, she was acting and then the director was like, no, you need to be bigger. You think melodrama, think, think, yeah. you know, overly done suburban housewife, you know? Um, yeah, I, I would like to know what obnoxious. the end goal, it, yes, I would like to know what the end goal is of these movies. Like what, what? And not to be, like, too artsy, like, film student-y about it, but what is the director's vision when it comes to movies like this? Because you can't, I mean... Are, are these these directors, writers, etc., really just looking for the paycheck? Or are they individuals who, you know, are sincere in their work? Like, or, like, is there a, like, a combination? Because I just can't imagine taking a movie like this seriously. And that's totally cool. Like, if you're yeah. just out to have fun and a good time and make kind of a silly little film, great for you. Like, that's awesome. Good. But... I don't know. Like you said, this this was the movie that really embodies the dichotomy of wacky, almost cartoony, made for children, but then kind of too adult themed for children. Kidnapping. Yeah. So it's like, who is your audience in all of this? Where are you going? Right. I think that's where they fall down because, so I feel this is sort of like a vanity project almost, you know, like Rebecca Black, the Friday song, that's a vanity project. So I feel like this was maybe Danica's vanity project because she was the producer and she was one of the writers. And real quick, the composer was her husband at the time. Yeah. I think he's also one of the producers. Yeah. Oh, I'm disappointed in her. You should stay in loveless marriages, whether it kills you or not. Exactly. I mean, it's the Christian thing to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I feel that it would have worked well as a kid's show because the music's kooky. Kids are very centralized to the story in a way. And there's kind of kids less. It kind of reminded me of um, there was that show, uh, The Wishbone Dog. And, like, that show was mm. to promote... Oh, okay, it was a PBS show, and it was to promote literacy. Mm. We're, we're a little too old for it, but I've seen it in my lifetime. I don't remember if he solved mysteries or just dressed up as characters, but it kind of had <laughs> the same, like, 
vibe in the sense yeah. that it was like you kind of learned some lessons along the way but you also got yeah. you know a fun story but then someone got murdered yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then, then wishbone's head got cut off at every episode uh, um, yeah they regenerated by the next one though yeah yeah, yeah. He was basically Kenny. It was, yeah. I mean, it was a bit mis. It was a bit misguided because it's like, do you want this to be for kids or do you want this to be on Lifetime? And they did. Kind it's of like both. they did both. The, the yeah. The first movie that they did, which was the year before this, Inspector, just called Inspector Mom. Tara, the daughter, mm-hmm. who was like seven or so. Her soccer coach is brutally murdered, and it's brutally up to murdered. Maddie. It's up to Danica to solve the murder and prove her husband's innocence. So I guess her husband's implicated in this murder. Whoa. So if that movie's anything like this one, there but there's like a murder. I, yeah, I, I that's really confusing. Like who who are we trying to talk to here? Yeah. That's really Yeah. Yeah, because there's I mean, the just corniness of this movie altogether, there was, yeah, a level of like wackiness and kind of playing on I don't know, like, there's the the end scene where Danica finally, or Inspector Mom, Maddie, finally (laughs) finally realizes who the real, like, killer is. Because Heather, the scowler, is murdered in this movie. Yeah. She ends up in a dumpster. Yes, yeah, which is pretty awful. That's so Dateline. Yeah, it's, I was thinking uh, King of the Hill, because I don't know if you remember when uh, King of the Hill. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) doesn't matter we'll, we'll get into it later but oh good yeah oh yeah that'll be our bonus episode that'll, that'll be our spinoff episode uh, join our patreon uh or don't it's or, fine. Yeah. <laughs> that's the kind of gold that you can expect from patreon uh <laughs> so yeah that she finally realizes like through all of this dancing madness that it's actually the guy who owns the dance studio has been married to Heather. Romanikoff. Yes, has been somehow married to Heather this whole time, even though Heather's been in New Orleans and they're in Texas. But somehow they've been married. Heather comes to Texas. And apparently because they own this dance studio, they have access to everybody's bank accounts. And also, just because you get somebody's I mean, I guess if you get somebody's bank account information, I guess maybe you can get access. No, you can <laughs> only know. deposit. Yeah, you can only deposit right. with their routing and account well, number. No, but, you but, can't I withdraw. mean, no, but they weren't. They weren't taking out. That's what the ransom came from. Is they were like, oh, right. they were finding whose bank account was the richest. Yeah. Um, it seemed a little tenuous to me that you could just start accessing everybody <laughs> just a little just a little yeah but yeah they were getting the information they accessed everybody's bank account really like getting a, a clear financial picture for all of their clients at the dance studio and then they were just kidnapping the wives of these households and then yeah. ransoming ransoming them for ransoming for twenty thousand dollars <laughs> and then they were splitting it down the middle and of course yeah. none of the rich people wanted to talk about it because I guess it's embarrassing to be kidnapped when you're white and rich I, uh, yeah and they also while they were kidnapped they weren't supposed to talk to the cops about it but then after they came back after they paid the ransom and got the person back. Then they contacted Becca Chewing Gum, and she was like, oh, there's been three kidnappings over the past month that we're just now hearing about. 
Yeah, and I was like, I mean, I knew they had the insider from from Drew Waters, the uh, Cunningham was, or Callahoon or something like that was his name. But <laughs> I was like, Cal- who's calling the local? <laughs> Drew paper? Waters was was the actor who played Maddie's husband. Yeah, I know, but what uh, that? Oh, sorry, I got him mixed up with the, the Patrick Swayze knockoff. Who was the Patrick oh, Swayze? Oh, yes. The budget, Patrick, the budget, Patrick, Patrick Swayze. No, I have him yeah, in my notes yeah. as economical Patrick Swayze. <laughs> oh, Dan yes. Horton. Yeah. I was like, I yeah. love that you thought I that too like that. because I, I wasn't sure if anybody else would well, see it. No, absolutely. I kept looking at that guy and I was like, he's got those like tiny, squinty, hooded eyes. Like, yeah, and he looks like, like he could dance. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. probably can. He's probably was, a good dancer. Well, then even DeLorean at one point makes an insinuation that he might be gay. Yeah, which I was like... What business is of, of yours? Yeah. Fuck you. Who cares? So maybe he is. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. What, what are you looking for, Because I was like, why? What? Who wrote that line? DeLorean did. It was improv. And the director was like, that's good. Yeah. That's gold. That's it was good. really gold. Let's keep it. Let's keep it. Yeah. That's gold, Jerry. Yeah. Gold, Jerry. <laughs> Did you have um, a favorite scene? Because I have a couple. Oh, okay. So I don't have a specific favorite scene. I have a favorite. I have a favorite actor. So you go ahead and do your your favorite scenes. No, no, no. I want to hear your talk. favorite favorite actor first. My favorite actor. It was hard because there were so many to pull from. Yeah. Huh. My favorite actor was Ashlyn Cunningham, who plays the seven year old daughter Tara. Because honestly, I thought the kids did a better job acting than the adults in this movie. And I think she That's did fair. good for, for what she was, for her, for being so young. Yeah. I mean, she was like seven years old learning fractions on set. She, uh, I think she, <laughs> she did, she did a good job for being such a young kid. So good yeah, for I you, Ashlyn. I could give her that. Yeah. So I had two favorite scenes. One, I think I've already alluded right. to when Becca chewing gum, uh, her and Danica are kind of putting the pieces together of Heather's been in town for only three weeks and she's only been married to this guy for three weeks. And Danica or uh, Becca chewing gum is like, uh, what could it all mean? And Danica's like, <laughs> oh, it's weird that she's been here for three weeks and these whole the the kidnappings have been happening for only three weeks. And like uh-huh. the face that Becca Chewingham makes is like a <laughs> hilarious interpretation of what Jessica Walter does on um, Arrested Development with the wink and the and when michael bluth is like don't ever do that to me again that that is what don't do that yeah don't Mm -hmm. do that Um, her gum almost falls out of her mouth yes it's like one of her eyes is it's like she might have bell palsy bell's palsy all of a sudden like which you know which maybe she does and they're like let's keep it let's go with it it's like the the gay line yeah yeah Yeah. so (laughs) everybody developed bell's palsy like a very (laughs) acute form on set immediately like they couldn't yeah. she couldn't shoot the rest of the movie <laughs> luckily it was the last take yeah, you know it's common. And we're, we're all hoping that she pulls through. paul walker's yeah. brother came in to do the cgi <laughs> with her. She, oh my god rip you yeah rip you magnificent mm. bastard i think uh, <laughs> I, I think Bell's palsy is, uh, you have that forever. 
Well, it damages the nerves and it, it can cause right. like, paralysis yeah. to some extent. Like I thought it was a I thought it was a thing where it like occasionally would no. come on and off like herpes. No, I don't think it necessarily comes back. Um. It might under like maybe a lot of stress or something but i'll have to we'll, we'll check into that we need somebody today. who got into pa school email us at are you susan rachel's sister tell <laughs> us to give us medical hey, advice susan stop counting your shoes and email us this answer okay <laughs> I'm glad did you call her sweetheart <laughs> that really yeah. just nailed she doesn't listen it's fine yeah yeah, but I think she would appreciate that uh, if you. Yeah, too bad uh, she doesn't listen. I know that was a pretty good line by you. Uh, I mean, Susan, you could just go to Apple Podcasts and give us five stars and put poop in the <laughs> subject line and then shoe in the review and then you yeah. know I'd, I'd stop making fun of you. Poop shoes. Poop shoes. Poop shoes. Let her know. Let her know though. She's a lot prettier when she smiles because she is. Susan, you're prettier when you smile. Wait, she would have heard you say it. So, oh, she she tunes you but, out. She listens yeah. to Zach and me, but not <laughs> yeah, you. Okay. That's probably Makes true. Sense. Just so like the other, rest of the world. My other favorite scene actually involves a <laughs> yeah. shoe. The oh, uh, yes, yes. Oh my god, how dumb of a line or like whole scene is this? So, uh, Sandra's been kidnapped, which is yeah. Danica's best the drunk friend. Horny friend. Yeah, and the kidnappers want disgustingly the money to be dropped off in a public park bathroom yeah and the the fbi and the cops won't let danica do this by herself so they go and do it and then the cops are all like sitting around waiting and they never see this person they never see this person and so the the cheap version of patrick swayze goes back checks and then all the money's mysteriously gone and then they realize that the Whoa. the kidnappers came they in take through the bag the, yeah they yeah. take the bag and they came through the vent but he runs around through the the women's bathroom and he came through the or i guess the the water di- i don't know he came the the kidnappers yeah. came through something got the money out of the men's bathroom yeah. the he, toilet basically yeah. he runs around and he finds a shoe a white yeah, Oxford a dancing shoe. shoe. Yeah, yeah. And they were <laughs> a, like... Like a, oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. And they were like, oh, this must be a clue. And I was like, in what world would you think that was a clue? You think your 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 kidnappers forgot that one one shoe? Left like, a shoe. Like, yeah, just left yeah, a shoe. Yeah, and Campbell, Campbell calls Maddie about it, and he, he's like, yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure that it's uh, it wasn't there before because it's clean. <laughs> Man, yeah. it's a good thing you're in homicide, Campbell. Right, yeah. Right? That's um, hilarious. Well, it turns out that the, the real kidnapper did leave that shoe behind on purpose because in the opening yeah. scene when Maddie figured out who the jewelry thief was, she figured it out by his shoe. Yeah, she says, I'm a woman, I know shoes. Yeah. What are you, Susan? <laughs> yeah. <gasps> I bet Susan loves this movie because it's about shoes. Or just hey, the one Susan, yeah. there was an old woman who lived in a shoe. She had so many shoes, she didn't know what to do. <laughs> so she was a doctor and she saved lives. And then bought shoes. That's that's perfectly fine. Yeah. Good job, Susan. Way to go. Uh, yeah, way, to, way, way, to, way to be a good person. 
Unlike your little sister, <laughs> didn't who, go the, the way. best she can do is a podcast. She deserves yeah. those shoes. Yeah, no, she does. She deserves as many shoes as she was like she would like. Uh, can we talk about how Maddie just leaves her seven-year-old daughter alone in a Walgreens when she knows there's a rash of kidnappings going on? <laughs> She's an inspector, not a protector. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're at the Walgreens because she has to get school supplies for Tara, and she's like, I'll be right back. I'll be right back. Right. Yeah, I I thought that was a really bad idea. Well, so how does it it end? It it ends with some misdirection. You think that it's Heather and this uh, knockoff Brad Pitt guy who works for the catering company who's dressed as a pirate for the whole movie, uh, (laughs) Nick. But no, it was it was Heather and Romanikoff, the oh. dance instructor, who you don't, you have no idea. And why are they kidnapping people? Just to get money. Just for money. Well, he's, money. Be- he's also bitter. Like, he thinks everybody thinks that they're better than he is. And so mm-hmm. he's like, yeah. oh, all of you people keep looking down on me. And so I'm going to yeah. take your money. He tries to frame Nick by planting the saddle shoe and misdirecting Maddie to Nick trying to... And then he just murders Heather and puts her in a dumpster outside Nick's apartment. Holy shit. Yeah. Which we don't see it happen, yeah. but it's talked about. So, I don't know. It was kind of bizarre. A bizarre it seemed again, not nice. What audience? What's the audience? Yeah. Like, did like, you really yeah, need to kill somebody? Even I, though I, you, I, I yeah. think it's, it's for moms. I feel like it's for moms specifically. So they can sit down with their kid, watch a movie... And then talk to their kids about how they could be kidnapped and or murdered yeah. at any moment. That's an important time in a, in a parent's and child's life when you can sit and talk to your kid and be like, look, you have to be constantly afraid yeah. of being violently murdered or taken. It's true. Think about that. Yeah. I want you to think about it. Now go to bed. I'm, I'm really to bed glad alone. you don't have kids. <laughs> like, really glad you don't have kids, honestly. That makes like seven of us. <laughs> yeah, and then also you can teach them fractions. There's some he fractions. Could. Time. He'd be like, there used to be, there used to be Timmy, and then he got taken <laughs> and chopped up, oh and now there are three fifths of Timmy in a plastic bag in the river. Tree fits. <laughs> and the more you cut up Timmy, the smaller the pieces are. Right? Yeah. You used to have a whole Timmy. But the Timmy, bigger the number. And now there's just some Timmy. Yeah. Danica, write that book, please. Write that. <laughs> write horror-based math for kids. Yeah. The whole idea, I, I we picked this movie because we had just done a month of horror movies. And we were originally going to do this one immediately after because it was so ridiculous in the other direction. But then Becca screwed it up by requesting Ruthless Realtor. So, Ugh. you know, we got that in as soon as we could. Um, so, yeah, fucking this Becca. was uh, fucking Becca, man. Hey, Becca, are you chewing gum right now as you listen to us? Work that jaw, Becca. That's why you don't. Yeah, that's why you don't get that TMJ. If you just work that jaw, then you can suck, suck all the cocks you want. Whoa, yeah. whoa! <laughs> I mean, yeah, you can and you should. <laughs> I sex, guess sex positive. Sex positive. And have sex as positive. many tattoos on your lower back as you can fit. Yeah, or and none. Then, no, no, no Nazi tattoos though. What's no. wrong? With, wait. Oh, no, what? Okay. No. Yeah, yeah, I mean, <laughs> nothing. No, nothing. I mean, everything's wrong with Nazi. Nazi. <laughs> right. Yeah. Nancy, the I mean, Nazi. Nancy, talk about your fetish. <laughs> oh my god, I want to write that book, Nancy the Nazi. 
fancy uh, it's for a, kids. It's a children's book. Children's Danica, book. Nope. Danica, no. let's do this no. because obviously no. you no. can't find an audience and I can't either. So let's Nancy gonna, the Nazi. <clears throat> Uh, the story of Nancy the Nazi oh. by Danica McKeeler-Patrick Keller, the race car driver. Yeah, red, read by I don't know who, who Morgan I, what, Freeman. What, obviously, what, what, I yeah. am Morgan Freeman. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not Morgan Freeman. I know I sound just like him. Who should write? Who should read the book Nancy the Nazi? Obviously, Ira Glass. Ira Glass. <laughs> yes. Yes. The person with the most Jewish name <laughs> to read the Nancy the Nazi book. Yeah. No, or I can, I really, Fred Armisen Ira, as Ira Glass. Oh, now there you go. There you go. Well, let's do that. I was envisioning this as like a, a like a like maybe a sequel to Jojo Rabbit. That was the only way I could find it acceptable. Oh, oh I still haven't, I haven't seen that. I still oh. haven't seen it. It's what? still in my queue Jojo on the Rabbit HBO Max. Such a good I know. movie. I've been oh dying. My, I've been dying to see it. Such a good movie. Do your favor. Do your I just favor know tonight. It's, I just know it's going to make me feel good, and so like I I shy away from good feelings, it's, you know, because I don't like feeling good. I'm going to watch it tonight. There's some tears and, yeah. and happiness in it for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I have trouble with tears and happiness. I get yeah. it. I get it. And Sam I Rockwell. Like I love Sam, I Sam love Rockwell. Sam Rockwell is fantastic in it. He is a national treasure. National treasure. Love you, Sam is Rockwell. That why, love uh, you, Sammy. Is that why Nick Cage is always hunting him down? Is he? Because I love Nick Cage, too. Because like, he's a I national treasure? I would love to go treasure? to Vegas with both those because guys. He's oh, a, oh, my God. Oh, my fucking God. I never saw that movie. I never seen it either. It definitely wasn't about Sam Rockwell. I don't know. I don't know all the references. Sometimes you have to clue me in. I'm like an old I've lady. I've seen both National Trevor, tre- Trevor's, <laughs> Trevor. Nancy the Nazi meets National Trevor. Oh, now this is sounding like a porno. Oh, that does not sound good. We do not want them procreating for sure. I mean, just because maybe Nancy the Nazi, she's still young. You know, maybe she learns how to be loving. You know, maybe yeah, Patrick Wilson yeah. shows up and tells her. What does what's Patrick what's Wilson have to do with any of this? No, I don't know. He should be in everything. I feel like he's your version of mustard. I think of mustard should be on everything. Yeah, yeah. I so think like, Patrick Wilson should I love, be. I love in mustard my lap. the way you love Patrick Wilson, which is concerning for both of us. Oh, I get maybe it we should have a joint wedding. It's where everybody smokes a lot of joints, gets real high, and then marries a fantasy. And then I marry <laughs> like, French's mustard. I could get down with French mustard. mustard. Yeah. And then you can French kiss the Frenches. Oh. oh. Right. French mustard. And then we could cover Patrick Wilson in mustard. Okay. I'm fine with that. Throw hot dogs at him? Oh, yeah. I love hot dogs That's really mustard. homoerotic. Yeah. Why yeah. Not? Okay. It sounds like interesting time. Like. I mean, I'm not going to turn anything away these days. So, yeah. you know. Let's do it. So that was Inspector Mom. Yeah, kidnapped and easy steps. <laughs> easy, easy stepping kidnappers. It really, it really didn't matter. So close enough. Good, good job. It really doesn't matter. Yeah. Follow us on social media. We're on all the things. We're on Instagram, Twitter at Life One Podcast. We're on Facebook. Uh, we're also on Pinterest and uh, what's the other thing? Quora. Quora I guess. If you know what Quora Do is. Find us on Quora? I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I need to really get better at doing it. I also need to actually get back on our website. Quora.com. Yeah. Forward slash you know Lifeline. What, if you know what, I mean, I do get notifications. 
I know. Yeah. We've been seeing like these weird questions pop up. I'm like, are these questions we asked? And it's like, no, they're just completely unrelated. They're just yeah. like these random questions yeah. that show up in our inbox, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is fine. Uh, you know, I love checking email. <laughs> Who doesn't these days? Uh, e- email us at lifewinepodcast at gmail.com. Go over to Stephanie Apple Podcasts. And checking, e- checking the email. She just said it. I'm a fan of checking the email. I do it all the time, even when there is an email there. And Me imagine too. how sad I am when I go, I hit check mail Refresh. and it's like there's nothing. Refresh. And I'm like, okay, I'm just going to go back to my knitting. Refresh. I don't knit, but I she, should. She I should garlic snacks. You should, you should knit. It does seem like a thing you would I do. I don't know why I don't. You it should really... knit garlic knots and then eat them. Ooh, mm. knit knots. Garlic knit knots. Mm. Stephanie's garlic knit knots. Don't mm. steal that idea, everybody. That's mine. Uh, Timestamp this. Luckily, it's only people nine, named Stephanie oh, could, sh- could steal it. Because you called them right. Stephanie knit knots or something. Not knits. Knitted knots. You guys know the frayed joke, frayed knot joke, right? I love it. Tell it. Tell it. It's so good. We haven't told it. It's such I a don't. good. I love this joke. So a rope hops into a bar, and the bartender looks at him and says, "Hey, get out of here. We don't serve ropes in here." And so the rope bounces back out of the bar and ties itself all up and rips both ends up and then bounces back into the bar. And the bartender looks up and goes, "Hey." Are you that rope I just told to get out of here? And he goes, nope, afraid not. Yay! <laughs> Fucking love that joke. I think it's, it's the best really joke. Good. It really is. Okay, um, I think that was everything. Email us at lifeonepodcast at gmail.com. Rate, review us on Rate iTunes, us. on you Apple Podcasts. God damn you f- it. You can say you fucks. It's fine. You fucks. Follow us on social media. Uh, we've been Life One Podcast, and you've been wonderful. You've been okay. We love you. You're okay. Bye. Bye. I'm going to watch Bruce Lee movies and practice karate when we get ready. (laughs) Or what? You release the dogs or the bees or the dogs with bees in their mouth and when they bark, they shoot bees at you? I'm not going to lie to you, Marge. So long. (laughs) Okay, don't panic. Remember what the instructor said. If you ever get into trouble, all you need to do is... Feels like I'm wearing nothing at all. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. (laughs) Stupid sexy Flanders. Oh, they have the internet on computers now.